People, 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 good morning, good morning, good morning. Man, you already know who it is. Arsenio Buck reporting like, man, guys, for, to hell with the introduction, guys, man. Honestly, Bangkok has had the most unprecedented weather ever. Like two weeks ago, it was like 14 degrees Celsius, okay? I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit. I go by Celsius now. Sorry, America. But it was like 55 or 60 degrees. It was horrible, okay? And then last week, it was probably, it was raining and it was windy and it was cold, okay? Rainy, windy, and cold all in the same sentence with Bangkok? Oh, my God. I didn't think I was going to get sick. And next thing you know, my allergies just completely flared up. I didn't know what the hell was going on. But then I woke up last night. I started having chills. And I'm like, oh, this really sucks. Because I just had, like, a, cr- a complete panic attack last night. Had to walk out, go get some tissue, and all this other stuff. And I was like, oh, God. That's why I didn't do my podcast yesterday. I did a YouTube video instead. Got thrown off. Uh, visited a friend. So didn't get anything handled yesterday. But today... Regardless of my allergies and my nose, I already took my medication. I hurry up and went to the doctor. Because here in Thailand, like, you can go to the doctor for like $10, $20. Hurry up, get the medication. Because it depends if you're having an infection, right? And I know I'm getting completely off track. I should be talking about the sexual mask right now. But bear with me. It all depends if you have an active infection, right? So, once I saw... That the, 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 yeah, I don't want to be gross or anything, but the mucus was a different color. I was like, okay, there's an active infection. This isn't just your, your, your basic, you know, runny nose. There's something going on within me. Uh, and luckily, nothing wrong with my throat, nothing wrong with my chest. It's all my nose, and it's clogging up my ears and my, all the membranes, everything. So, oh, Jesus. And this is without my pre-workout. It's crazy. I actually got a little bit of energy right now. So, anyways, uh. Yeah, man, I didn't want, man, going into the New Year's, I remember, it's been a few times that I've been sick on New Year's back in America. I ain't got no time for that. We ain't got, I ain't got no time for that. You know what I mean? I had one girl message me last night, she's like, hey, what are you doing? I was like, oh my god. You know, I just had to get myself together. Anyways, going into the sexual mask. Okay, guys, part three, first and foremost, huge ups in my podcast in general. Shout out to my folks in Barcelona, Spain. Okay, just want to get that out of the way. New York, uh, Rancho Cucamonga. I know, that's crazy. If you guys don't know about that, that's a nice little, uh, is it a suburb or a town or something like that in California? Uh, Just so thankful, man, because it's gone silent, man. I swear my podcast just went, what? It just completely went silent, and I was like, oh, God, this is terrible. Uh, But I think it's come, I think it has come back. And I got all these other things going in terms of, uh, like, these education things and stuff like that. So, yeah, just trying to end out the the damn year strong, man. I got four days, and I need to somehow just pile on top of one another and get this going. So, I'm actually doing this live on my Wi-Fi. Now, of course, the Wi-Fi here is much better than the Wi-Fi at my last condo. It was just... Go in and out, in and out, in and out. So some of you guys listening to me, he's like, hey, where did he go? Yeah, it's it's terrible. So with that being said, guys, sexual mask. That was a five-minute intro of what the hell's been going on over here. But you know what? I want to bring a story. Of course, you guys know about the story with Zern. Uh, Zern was a, you know what? It was like a cluster of people that came within like a 48-hour period. It's about three of them, right? One, her name was Dita. I think she's gone now. Uh, and, uh, yeah, weird story. Anyways, who cares? 
But Raina decided to come back. Shout out to Raina. Uh, she ended up messaging me saying, what the hell? And she emailed me. And I was like, you know what? It's kind of like I told you about the deep end throw. And she came back. So Raina, huge shout out to you. Love you so much. Uh, and Zern was another one. Now Zern is Thai. But she studied in both India and England for about nine years and whatnot. So she is a fluent speaking Thai person. So when we met and stuff like that, I was like, oh my gosh, she's just like me. She has high energy. She has this. She has that. And I remember the first time we met, uh, we cooked some spaghetti, and she watered down the spaghetti. I was so angry. Uh, the meatballs were okay, but the spaghetti was completely water, and I just kept I just kept talking to her about it. I was like, you know what? I don't want to eat water spaghetti. She's getting mad. She's like, you know what? Don't eat! It was like the first day we met. So, watch the horrible movie, and you know what? It's kind of like when you're young, and you get a crush on a specific girl. You're like, oh my god, how come she's not talking to me right now? It's 7 a.m. It's 7 a.m., 8 a.m., 9 a.m., 10 a.m. You're like, god damn it, where is she? She got another man, don't she? She hate me? Am I coming on too strong? And so, over the next week and whatnot, you know, she came to my place, like, late at night one night, and we talked about a lot of different things, uh, and it just felt like the relationship was going in the right way, but I think there was just too much noise in the beginning, in terms of her not being all in, then me putting up my guards, and her putting up her guards again, then me putting up her guards, and by the time that was over, I mean, I, my feelings just completely went away, and... Went to a nice little, oh, well, I wouldn't even say nice. Went to uh, a hor I believe it was a horrible holiday. Uh, yeah, because we, there was nothing other than a waterfall. That was just like a waste of money. But we went to a place called Kanjanaburi, which is like in westward Thailand. Place sucked. Uh, and the complaining festival happened. You know, we were driving back. Took about two and a half hours to drive back. And she complained for about one hour and 45 minutes. And it was over like, if there's four pieces of luggage, she wants me to carry all four pieces of luggage. And I was like, uh, you know what? Uh, hell no. And so uh, I, I, everything I did, it just wasn't good enough. And I remember that next morning I was going to uh, the gym. And, you know, she put her key card in the elevator cause, so for me to go down. And then she just waved, and I knew that was the last time I saw her. That's the last time I would, would be seeing her, I guess you could say. And I guess, I guess what it comes down to... Yeah, she went out one night. She went to one of the most notorious places in Thailand called Khao San Road. Just terrible, full of poor, drunk backpackers. Uh, lots of lady boys. It's a dangerous place. I believe it's a very, very dangerous place. And it's a very disgusting place. So, yeah, she went off to that. And I remember the last message she sent me. She just said, you're just too independent. And I'm like, what does that mean? Too independent because I didn't carry all four pieces of luggage when you had an open hand? And then I started asking myself, I was like, do I want to settle down? Was I too independent? Who wants to settle? You know, I mean, after four weeks, you know, of... After four weeks of that happening and then everything that took place at my job and this and that... I don't even think she was in my life. No, she was in my life when that took place because I was still thinking about it when I had traveled and stuff like that. But I started saying, I was like, do I really, really want to settle down? If I look at it this way, Lewis Holtz is talking about, you know, a lot of people on going on Tinder and Grinder. I think Grinder is for, like, males and stuff. Males who like males. And he's talking about how so many people, you know, they swipe left, swipe left, and, you know, a lot of people, they end up talking to them and blah, 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 blah. But that, that, that's not the case for me. Zern was like a once-in-a-lifetime person, a once-in-a-generation person that was going, that had came into my life or had come into my life. And when she left, I was like, man, to hell with this. Because honestly, if I come home, guys, if I come home at night, if I could just be a little bit serious. When I come home at night, and if there's someone there, after I've been doing like a whole day of speaking, 
Do I want to speak? No. I just want time by myself. I'm so happy when I'm alone. You know, I don't know because I just love myself and I know I'm my own best company. Honestly. Like, I had one of my friends come over. We watched uh, a movie yesterday, a remarkable movie by Idris Elba and the one where the plane crashed. Uh, I thought that was a very, very real movie, and they were able to stretch it out. Then, of course, it came, you know, went into a love movie, blah, 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 blah. I think the ending was pretty solid, too. Good movie. I'd say 7.5 out of 10 overall. But, um, yeah, I mean, and I didn't know when she was going to leave. And by that time, I was just like, okay, the movie ended. I have to do things. And she's like, oh, you want me to leave? I was like, yeah, I don't want to be an <laughs> an ass you know i just want to say you know yeah i got things i need to do you know i guess you could say i'm a busy entrepreneur or whatever you want to call it or whatever i want to call myself and so i mean honestly i just don't see myself getting into a relationship i really don't uh just because it's either i'm too independent i'm too this i'm too that no i want to just be able to have open up you know some office space where I could type a bunch of blogs, do my videos, do my podcast. And I need to do a certain amount every day or else I feel like I am not alive. Guys, I didn't do my podcast yesterday. I didn't. I did not do a podcast yesterday, obviously, for a lot of different reasons. My nose was going crazy, a lot of different things. But <clears throat> when I didn't do my podcast, I didn't feel alive. So yesterday, all day yesterday, I pro- the only words I spoke was broken English with my friend. At night, I didn't speak. Of course, on my YouTube video that I uploaded, it did this, did that. Okay, that was all good. But other than that, this is my life. This thing that's right in front of me, this microphone, is my life. And if I don't do it, if I don't use it, I feel just so out of touch with reality. So, again, I was talking about Tinder and stuff like that and how it could be very demoralizing for men. Uh, And a lot of people would say, hey, well, are you on Tinder, this and that? I honestly, I met Zern, I met Rada, I met Dita, all those people, all those characters, wonderful characters, uh, uh, some more than others, uh, I met them all on those, you know, on social media app, and a lot of people would say, well, why do you do it, well, I'm not like the majority of the, I guess you could say men here that come to this country and engage in sex, so a lot of people use this, uh, another one's like Thai, Thai, what is it, Thai friendly, that's a very, very racist and terrible site, be very, very weary of that. Anyways, that's another site. There's a scout. There's a There's a lot of different things that people use to meet women to have sex with them, right? But me, I want to meet people because I just love meeting people. For instance, Kazakhstan. When I actually do this little travel passport on this specific app, of course, Tinder, and I go to like the likes of Bishkek, Kazakhstan, guess what? I met a wonderful friend who I'm going to visit this April, Amasak, and we've been friends for over five months. She is a wonderful human being, five languages she speaks, and she's a teacher. Love her to death. Uh, I met Reda. Reda's my, my best in, uh, Indonesian friend. You know what I mean? That's what I use it for, but a lot of men, they use it for... I guess you could say bad reasons. So, again, he, Lewis Hoves, he mentioned in his book that once he started becoming well-known, okay? Now, me, even even if I have the YouTube videos, the podcast, the this, the that, I'm still a color in some places. Listen, I could go to, to I could use that damn app, go anywhere in America, and I won't meet a soul. Nobody would match with me. Australia is probably the number one worst. Thailand, there are quite a few that match with me, but Australia, England, and America, impossible. 
So I don't know what I'm going to call that. But the thing is, if I say Thailand, no one matches with me because they don't like black men. Well, I guess Australia, America, and England are 5,000 times worse. So this could ultimately, this could lower the self-esteem of a man. Louis Hose, he mentioned in his book, he said he started gaining that notoriety and people started paying more attention to him, especially women, when he started becoming well-known. And he said he loved living in his shoes every day, et cetera, et cetera. But there was a quote. There was a quote in his book. He said the bird wasn't exhausted because it never stopped flying from nest to nest. It was exhausted because it spent all its energy staying aloft while it debated which direction to fly. Was this really what freedom is supposed to feel like? Neil Strauss said. And you know what? Neil Strauss, of course, I mentioned it before on this podcast already. He quoted, he said, I cheated on Ingrid. Ingrid was his wife at the time. And he said he felt horrible. He thought he was a good guy. He really loved her. He wanted to be with her. But he cheated on her. And he just couldn't understand why he would do that to someone. Why would he hurt somebody like that who loves him? Why would he break her heart? Why would he ruin his future? And why would he act outside his own ethic system and outside morals just for sex? Yeah. And that's what a lot of men do. They cheat on women just so they can have sex with another one. I just don't understand that philosophy. Like, you got into the relationship to begin with. Why would you cheat on someone? Why would you cheat on someone? But you're in a relationship. Like, you wholeheartedly love this person. But you are sexually attractive to someone else, which is basically the same thing that this woman has. You're going to cheat on the woman you love with her and destroy everything. Why don't you just stay single? And Lewis Holmes, he went on to say in his, uh, in his uh, no, actually, actually, Matthew Hussey, this was a very, very strong quote. He went on to say in uh, Lewis Holmes' book, he said, if you watch porn these days, it is disproportionately aggressive. It's all about dominating women. So much of it is about humiliation. It's not just the amount of sex. Guys feel more like a man if they're dominating and aggressive in bed. Instead of the definition of being a man and making her feel good in bed, it's all about showing physical dominance over her. Because that is so pervasive in porn. I think men have warped sense of reality when it comes to masculinity in the bedroom. I dread to think about kids who are like 9 and 10 who have never kissed a girl. And that there is their first data point, you know, with sex at the ages, at those ages. And that's what it looks like. It's creating some messed up men. How about that? If you guys actually think about it, it's a little bit, I mean, I mean, of course, all of us, of course, all of us who are listening to this and will have listened to this and will listen to this in the future, et cetera, et cetera. All of us have seen porn at one way or another. And it is all about physical dominance and making the woman feel like she is in pain. She's not enjoying it whatsoever, right? Shocking. Why is it that men have that that need that physical dominance? Lewis Hose went on to quote. He said, and it just isn't uh, you know about fiction either. We perpetuate these types of stereotypes and myths in real life. Men who find and hook up with women are players, studs, ballers. Meanwhile, what's our take on a guy who is committed? He's tied down. He's settled. He's off the market. He goes out with his buddies only when his wife gives him permission. He has a dad bod. His sex life is a wasteland. And don't get me started with how unfair the labels and double standards are with the women. 
How about that? What we celebrate in a single guy, you know, with single guys with having sex with a lot of women. But when a woman does that, or when a woman does that, she's considered a slut. When a guy marries a rich woman, it doesn't mean anything. But when a woman marries a rich man, she's called a gold digger. A woman who is clear about what she wants and expects in a relationship is a nag or a bitch. That makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? Pretty shocking, huh? See, I mean, listen, a lot of people would say we were put on this planet to mate, right? Now, that's probably the old 2000, 3000 Mesopotamia, ancient Egypt type philosophy. But when a woman does it, how come she's considered a slut? See, let me give you a nice example. Remember that base, uh, that softball girl I told you guys about? She's a Filipino back in university or back in college, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and I for- completely forgot her name. She's a Filipino girl. She slept with the entire baseball team. She was considered to be a slut. But what about all the baseball guys who had slept with the entire softball team? What are they considered? See? These are the crazy double standards of society. So if you guys just sum all this up, you could look back on your life right now. That's what I want you to look back and say, are you doing the double standard right now with any of your friends, anyone that you're close to, or anything in general? Because these are the big societal reasons and why the sexual mask is running rampant on so many different people out there. We want dominance. We want to be a player. We want to be a baller. We want to do this. We want to do that. Why do you think people go to the club? I love bringing this up all the time. Seriously, why do people go to the club? Met a girl. Yeah, I used to work with her. She's like, oh, I go to the club because I want to dance with my friends. I said, you can dance at home. Why are you going to the club? And you know what? There's always about that eye contact. I remember the last time I went to a club about eight years ago. Never went back. I went to a club. Well, Thailand, I went once probably almost four years ago, but never went back after that. Clubs are just a complete waste of time. And complete waste of my time and my eardrums. Um... I could be sleeping and doing much better things. Um, so I remember this girl made eye contact with this guy. It was at a club called Privé, 2009. It was just after I got my 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 ID in terms of turning, you know, 21 years old, and I went out there to you know Privé and whatnot. And I remember this this really beautiful. I don't even I can't remember. I think she's Filipino or something. She glanced at this guy, and then they were basically she was rubbing her butt all over his junk trunk. So what is the point of that? Honestly, is is it? Are you seriously having fun? Because one, I think the man's gonna get turned on. He's gonna keep trying to get in your pants, and then you might ultimately let him, and then basically regret it the next morning. And he's going to go on Facebook and say, "Yeah, I fucked a bitch." See what I mean? These are the big, big problems, especially that lies within. The English, the Aussies, and the Americans. Now, I don't know about the Japanese, the Chinese. I don't know what y'all do out there with the karaoke bars. It ain't none of my business. But I'm just telling you you guys from personal experience. So, oh, yeah, baby. With that being said, man, uh, we got a podcast coming on tonight, tomorrow night. We got another sexual mask coming up tomorrow. I don't know if I'm going to be able to. uh, There's going to be some stories I'm going to be sharing with you guys that are I've never shared with anyone else. But you know what? It's all about the learning experience. So, uh, that's going to be in the sexual mask uh, tomorrow morning because today is Saturday. Today's the 30th. We're going to be doing a New Year's Day festive in terms of goal setting and so many other things. So, please stay tuned for that. And until then, guys.
Have a wonderful morning, afternoon, and evening. Thanks for tuning in to this. Like it, share it, do as you will, and I will see you guys tomorrow. This is your host, Arsenio. Over and out.